Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello. Welcome back. In this week's episode, we are going to break down what mindset tangibly looks like in your business. Now, why, right? I think what's most important about this is that when a coach is building a business, it's very easy to focus on the pieces and parts, right? It's very easy to focus on the the tangible things of like, do I have consults? Do I have clients? And if we look at Facebook ads and everything that people want to like grab your attention with in marketing, that's going to be what they focus on, right? They're going to they're going to talk about building your mailing list. They're going to talk about uh, writing better copy. They're going to talk about high converting something, right? Um, or webinars, or right? They're going to talk about these very tangible pieces. And I want to make sure you hear this before we go into today's episode. Those pieces, they matter, but they're just not that interesting, Because what it takes for you to build a coaching business, right? There's the structure of your business. And what's involved there is an offer, right? A series of decisions based on your expertise, the time you spend thinking about the person you help with that offer, and then creating something for them that you love and they want to buy. That's your offer right there. There's so many more pieces, right? But that's that's the gist of it. There's an offer. There's how and where you market it, which again are just decisions based on how you like to show up, what you want to spend your time doing, and maybe even taking into consideration like how you want to do it long term, right? So that's, that's marketing. Where you want to show up, how you talk to people, And it's actually completely comes, right? All the content you create in marketing comes from your offer. Your offer tells you everything to talk about and to who. And then your marketing where is just where you like to show up based on your preferences. Then there is the other pieces of your business, right? Like there's the content, but we can kind of put that under marketing. And then there's what we might call selling. And I like to just think about selling as converting because sometimes we sell free and sometimes we sell paid, right? The only time someone ever pays us money when we're selling is at the very end of a consult when they say yes and send the money. Every moment before that, you are building your skill at selling free, which means you're really just practicing converting. You're practicing converting someone from social media over to your mailing list. You're practicing converting someone from your podcast or from your blog, right? Wherever you're marketing, you're practicing converting them to another space where you have more access to them and maybe a plan inside of that place of how you convert to a consult or a free training, right? And then there's how you nurture, right? When we think about marketing, when we're converting, we're gathering up an audience and then we just nurture them. And then we add other layers of things like a strategy, which is just making decisions about what you do. I say all of that because here, that is the basics of a business. You have an offer. Your offer tells you what to say and who. You decide where to meet them based on where they're at and what you want to do. 
that's your marketing. And then you practice converting and you make decisions about where you will take them inside of that conversion plan. That's all very simple and basic. Where it gets interesting is the part of where our mind comes in and acts like this is scrambled eggs and messes it all up, (laughs) right? And how our mind does that is it creates this layer of fog, of confusion, looking at those pieces. And now suddenly in your confusion, you're like, I'm not even clear about my offer. I don't even know what I sell. Am I an expert, right? You start to second guess and question everything. You start to make everything more complicated, right? Everything I just said, your brain's like, that does not sound like how I've been thinking about it. That's what the mind does. And so when I decided, right, I, there was a point in my business where I, I had been helping people with marketing and funnels and I have a background in selling, right? I've been doing this for 10 or 15 years. I don't know. There was a moment where I had to decide, do I want to focus my energy and efforts helping people with marketing and those tools or do I want to use these skills around mindset, And for me, right, it's kind of both, right? That's the beauty of business mindset coaching is that we look at the business. We we make sure to go through and make all those decisions, create that clearness for you. But those are the very simple things. Everything that's challenging happens in your mind right? And what your business is going to need to grow from wherever you're at. I want you to think about even if you have zero clients, what has to change is your mind. Because your mind is going to be what's stopping you from creating an offer, from making decisions, from getting started. That's what our mind does. And then on a bigger scale, right, our mind keeps us, it wants to keep us the same. It's very safe. So we are constantly pushing our mind and purposely feeling uncomfortable because we're, we're choosing to grow bigger than we have. We're choosing to expand and change what our mind is capable of and thinks in order to create more results. This is why there isn't a trade for time for money, right? When we look at like normal life and probably a life you've had, right? I have where you work a job. They tell you how much money you're going to make either hourly or salary. And then it just changes a little bit. You never get like tons more unless you change jobs. And maybe you probably had to hire a coach so they could help you. (laughs) One of my clients was saying her client went from like 100,000 to like a million. I was like, holy crap, right? That kind of thing's only possible when you hire a coach. And so most of us are used to that like transit, that, that transaction of time for money. But when you come into coaching and when you start using your mind and you have a business, you get access to this realization that it's not a time for money trade. It's a time for value. And the value that increases isn't your offer, right? I want you to imagine, I'm actually planning this out now where it's like, I'm going to have one offer next year. I mean, one core offer. I'm I actually still am going to have some one-on-one coaching, probably. But that's not how I'm going to make my money, right? That money is just going to be something different. But I have my goal where it's only for one offer. So it's not that the offer gets more valuable. It's that my mind, 
my ability and skill to run those pieces at a higher level all happens in my mind. That's what's going to be what changes. That's going to be the difference between a coach who has zero clients and a coach who has 10 or 10 and 20 or 20 and all these systems and pieces in place so that it's actually growable, right? Beyond just your mind. The mind is always what's going to change. So I preface all of that to now actually give you the content for today's podcast. (laughs) I was doing some coaching this morning and I was walking myself through this and I thought to myself, they need to hear this. This is, this is good. (laughs) And I have very built thoughts around my own mind. And what I think about my mind and why I want to share this with you is because I am very proud of what my mind is capable of. I'm proud of the tools I've used, how I've shaped it, how I think, how quickly I can get somewhere, how I'm able to navigate my own mind in such a different way. And I am constantly, right? I want to give that skill to you. I want to keep encouraging you to build that skill, keep refining it, even while it doesn't necessarily seem like it's working yet. Because that's that's the part, right? Like you're going to be in it and you're just building these skills that you're going to need until some more things change and click. So the thought that I saw this morning, I was coaching myself on, here's the thought. I don't know if I can get this all done. I was looking at this list of things and like I have seen this same thought. Oh my gosh, I can't even count hundreds of times. So I'm very familiar with this thought. I have an easy awareness of like, oh, that's a thought, right? Because for everybody just getting started with mindset work, there's the whole part where you have to learn to see these as thoughts instead of just reality that you're living in. You have to, you you learn to separate each thought and be like, oh, that's not factual. That's a thought. And when I think that, right, I see what happens next. And for me, I have probably coached, I mean, just as many times as I've seen it, I've probably coached myself half as many times as I've seen it. And today's coaching was different. And I want to, that's what I'm going to share with you here. So the very first thing is I want to share with you what it looks like when I think the thought, I don't know if I can get this all done. Because that reality is going to be what sucks you in and you're going to behave and feel a certain way in that reality. So when I think, I don't know if I can get this all done, I feel overwhelmed. I feel nervous. I feel unsure. And then here's what happens next. I'm like bearing my soul to you. (laughs) I look at my list, but I don't start it. I stay busy doing other things. I start parts of it but I don't really have a plan and then I stop midway through and just move on to something else. I bounce happily from idea to idea, right? While I'm doing this, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a great idea. I'm so brilliant, right? So it doesn't even feel like a bad thing. I'm like happily bouncing from idea to idea, but this is part of this pattern inside of, I don't know if I can get this all done. I don't commit. I don't make decisions towards this list and getting it done. I also, right, I'm, my mind is focused on seeing me as someone who doesn't do what they say they're going to do, 
right? I'm seeing myself through this lens of like, oh yeah, there's this stuff I need to do, but it's like, there's no point in telling myself to do it. I'm not, right? That's how I'm seeing myself. It's not that it's a fact. It's that I'm seeing myself from the past and I'm seeing myself as that way, even in the future, right? But I'm holding that identity about myself and my mind is then finding evidence to validate to me that that's true. Now, the reason I say it like that is because our brain is constantly willing to go find evidence. We actually play this game when we look for slug bugs, when we look for yellow cars, or when our brain hones in on the car we already own, right? You see it everywhere. You're like, oh, like we have a Jeep, so we see Jeeps everywhere. We play Jeep games, right? Our brain is tuned to find Jeeps. We, are, we do this with our mind and unintentionally, but then we like, we, we hurt ourselves as well because our brain is like, it, it says something that's not helpful and then it finds proof. And, and when you are willing to believe that, it's going to tear you down because you are going to believe this is who you are. You are going to believe that this is truth. And most people don't have a mindset coach to come in and be like, wait a minute, that's what you've been thinking? Uh, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. Right? I get to do that for myself. But when I think about my clients, I get to do for that for them too. I get to hear where they are speaking to themselves, where they are thinking thoughts that, that, I mean, they don't have to stop, but like life and business will be so much less painful if and when we stop that. Right? They don't even know it's optional. So we think about this loop, right? I think the thought, I don't know if I can get it all done. I feel overwhelmed. I feel nervous. I feel unsure. I do all of these very strange things, right? And I, I think of myself like, because when you're doing them and you're like, man, I know I have all this stuff. I just keep not starting. It's like you have an awareness of it, but it feels like this strange, unknown reason. And so I even have this thought where I'm like, yeah, sometimes I'm just watching myself do odd things that I don't know why I'm doing them yet. And <laughs> later I figure out why. So it's like there's a very playful way I, I talk to my own self about it. But the impact of this thought then, I don't know if I can get it all done, is that I don't actually get anything done, right? I start some things, I do a bunch of other stuff, but the one result, the one area I want to get done, I don't. And when I talk to people and they're telling me how busy they are, when they're telling me all the stuff they're doing and how spread thin they are and the results they're getting, like that, this, this becomes clear to me. They are doing a bunch of stuff that is not hyper-focused on the result they want. I think I've mentioned this before, but I was hanging out with a friend in, I don't know, Austin, somewhere in Texas. And she was telling me like, I don't know, she made like 30000 a year, but she was telling me all, like she was doing weekly webinars. She was doing all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, I'm making multiple six figures and you are doing way more than me. And the reason for that is because I am hyper-focused. What is the result that I want? What's the simplest path to get it? And even when I overcomplicate it, I'm always willing to be like, oh, this was me overcomplicating. And I just push it out of the way. I quit it and I go back to hyper-focus. But notice how this thought, I don't know if I can get it all done, it creates that odd behavior of like, oh, I'm doing a bunch of stuff that's not hyper-focused on my result. Another impact of thinking this thought for me was I create an entire story about myself 
And it's not a good one, right? It's not a story that builds me up and helps me move forward to creating the results that I want. It tears me down. That is an impact, you guys. When you don't keep your mind, like when you don't even learn these tools, when you don't like use them, you are not only not going to get the results you want as quickly, you're going to do a ton of stuff in the process, but you're also risking your own self-concept, how you see yourself, how you feel about yourself, and how you see yourself as that person in the future who gets and creates everything they want. Because how we think about ourselves and our, and our capabilities can get torn down thing by thing in our business that don't go our way. And then we tell ourselves a story that doesn't help, right? It breaks down how you think. It breaks down how you feel. And then here's the third impact of it. You spend more time feeling negative emotions in your business. You then create this, this, your brain thinks, ah, my business is where I feel so much negative emotion. If I want to feel better, I need to get away from my business. But it's like you are holding and creating more of these because of simple thoughts. Now, we are never going to get all of these thoughts cleaned up. That is not the objective. The objective is to learn how to move through them more quickly, to catch them, to be able to notice like, oh, I, I know the result that I want. I am not doing things in line to get that, right? That might be one indicator. Another indicator might be, how am I feeling? Our feelings notify us like a little red flag. Hey, pay attention to me, (laughs) that something is happening. And that, or it could just be really obvious, right? Like I know this thought. And so I'm like, let's look at this thought again. But when you don't clean up these kinds of thoughts, the impact of it is you feel more negative emotion in your business, about yourself, about your business, right? For me with this thought, it's feeling overwhelmed, nervous, and unsure. And then the more time I spend in that reality, living it out, then I add to that feeling inadequate because I'm telling myself something is wrong with me and I suck and this is all awful, but it's my fault, right? Like you start to feel self-judgmental, inadequate, and you stack more negative emotions. That person who's thinking and feeling those things and thinking it's true isn't going to be in a place where they are the person someone wants to hire, where they're showing up to their business and focused on their client and helping them. Because when we are stuck in our own mind, we serve ourselves. All of our brain stuff is working on making sure we feel okay and that we're functioning at a base level. But to build a business that grows beyond your current capacity, you have to be able to give yourself your own baseline of taking care of And then you practice the muscle of cleaning it up as you go so that you can focus on what is this thing I'm creating? What's the result? What do I need to do to get there? What do I need? Like what, how do I have to work through my mind to actually get myself to do it? Because when I look at everything I'm doing, it's like, yeah, there's the plan. And then there's the like work I do with my mind to get myself to do it, to get myself to, um, like, like do it and then to execute it and then learn from it, right? It's all, some of it goes easy, but some of it doesn't. And so when I was looking at this thought and I think about showing you mindset tangibly, right? Like that is the reality we can live in. That can be your norm. And so you might say, I, like actually just talking through this with you might be where you're like, holy crap, I didn't even know that was happening. I didn't even know I could see it that clearly. 
But here's what I did. I saw that I had this thought. I don't know if I can get it all done. And I asked myself a couple of questions. This is how I coached my mind, right? We coach our clients, but we also coach our minds. And there, here were a couple of questions I asked myself. I asked myself, why is this thought so believable? Because there's something I need to see, right? There's some, like, it's believable. I keep thinking it for a reason. And you want to just be honest with yourself. You want to see what's happening underneath it. Now, your answers are all going to be different, but here was my answer to the question, why is this thought so believable? And my answer was because I don't know what's involved with each piece. Now, hear how tangible that is. I have a list in my mind, instead of going to the list, breaking it down, seeing what the pieces are, getting started, that's the like very logical way of doing it. (laughs) And for some things, your mind will automatically do it. But for other things, you will watch yourself be like, that's so weird. I have this list and I'm just not starting. And you will have to do this work, right? So my answer was like, I don't know what's involved with each piece. Just writing that down, a whole nother part of my mind was able to come in and be like, oh, like I had compassion for myself and that self that was like, I don't know. And then the other answer was, I have no idea how long each of these pieces will actually take. Like, let's be genuinely honest here, right? Until we break it down and guesstimate, even when we guesstimate, we still don't really know, but we're like, you know, learning and getting better at it. But my mind is afraid. Like, I don't know how long it will actually take. I can have compassion for that part of my mind. No wonder it doesn't want to go get started on this list. First of all, it feels nervous. We don't even know what's involved. Second of all, it's like nervous ahead of time that we don't know how long anything will take. Therefore, we don't even start, (laughs) which always cracks me up. Then there was another thing my brain said, which is like, "Ah, I don't know if I'd actually even plan and do it, right? And there was another answer. Like, I don't know if and when it's going to be easy and fast or slow and hard. And I just wrote down these answers, right? I was willing to just like, here's what I've got. And like, even writing them down, my mind then was able to come in and comfort it. Like the minute I wrote down, I don't know if and when it's going to be easy and fast, right? Because sometimes in our business, there are the things that are easy and fast. We are like in flow, everything just clicks. It goes really simple and easy. And other times it does not. And so my mind is worried ahead of time, like, ah, I don't know. But the answer my mind was able to give me just seeing it written down was, you know what? I bet it's going to have both. And just that thought, that thought was so comforting to me because I was like, oh yeah, that's that's true. What if I just expect both? Like, I don't know how long it's going to take because both of those parts are going to be involved. There are going to be some things that I do that just blow my mind with how simple and easy they are and then there will be other things that they just show me that I have more thoughts I need to work through and more stuff I have to clean up in order to execute it otherwise it wouldn't be hard and I'm just like oh yeah let's just expect both next I ask myself the question why am I believing this thought and The answer I came up with, remember the thought is, I don't know if I can get this all done. So I'm just asking myself questions to separate myself from it, to give myself access to something else. And the answer I realized was, there's no good reason I'm thinking this, right? Because I believe that every thought is optional. 
And so when I realized this, I'm like, I'm only thinking this thought because it's a habit to think. I'm used to thinking this thought. That's it, right? My mind is just used to looking at a list. Let's make that like a neutral circumstance. My mind is used to seeing that list and then immediately thinking, I don't know if I could get this all done, right? It's like, that's the like, the, the, the quick trained response. So why am I believing it? And I just like, no good reason other than it's a habit. And then I, right, like that just naturally led me into the next question that I asked myself, which is like, if I weren't focusing, like if, if this wasn't my immediate default thought, what else would I be thinking? And this comes into this idea where I talk about how it's like one thought, one habitual place of being isn't the only thought we can have and believe, right? I'm not talking about made up stuff where you try and feel good and make up really high and far away thoughts. I'm asking myself, what else can I believe? Or if I wasn't focused on this, what would I be focused on? And I go back to, right, because there's that thought, I don't know if I can get this all done. And it's like sucks you into a vortex of that feeling unsure and nervous and focusing on all these things. But I just act like it's some like virtual reality and I can slide it to the left. I come back to, oh, I have this list. And I'm like, if I wasn't sucked into the virtual vortex black hole of, I don't know if I can get this done, I would be focusing on looking at the list, seeing it as just neutral, breaking down each piece into everything I currently know, putting a guesstimate to time, mapping out, making just some decisions. Like, oh, if I want to have like this data and like metrics gathered from this, then I need to have it done by this date. And then, right, then I'm going to practice putting it on the calendar and getting it done so that I can get it done by this time frame. And you know what else I would be focusing in on there? I would be thinking about like, no matter what, whether I hit this deadline or not, that's going to be the goal. But even if I didn't, right, my focus would be on like, I'm making so much progress. I am so much further ahead than if I wouldn't have gotten myself to this space, right? Because black hole spaces, I just start a bunch of stuff, never make any decisions, don't actually make progress. And then when I ask myself these questions and I get to that space where I'm like, man, what would I be focused on if I wasn't sucked into this black hole, right? I'm like, black hole is there, thought is there, everything I do and feel is still there, doesn't go away, just aware of it but I kind of push it off to the side. And then I get access to be like, oh my gosh, this is so simple. I'll just break it down and put a time frame. I'm for sure going to run into some problems, right? My mind is going to jump back in there. But for the time, as long as it is, it will be simple. And I will be able to move quickly through what is simple until I need to use and manage my mind again. So we think, right, like this is the tangible pieces of what mindset looks like. There is the, the, um, the unrealistic piece of like, oh, just do this and this and this, and then you'll have this. That's unrealistic. 
It's the bones of what it takes, but this is the mindset that happens. This is how you train your mind to move things through things more quickly so that you can keep growing bigger and bigger without exerting more energy, without spending more time working, without, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to think about all the things that people think it takes. And it's like, it doesn't take any of that. What it takes is using your mind so skillfully like this so that you can know the the bones of what you're doing and then keep using your mind to go after it and create it and like grow beyond where you've ever been before. That's what it takes. This is the tangible element of mindset. We add it to your business, we build your mind, and your mind will never be the same again. And you will only be able to look back and think about how proud you are of this mind you have created that is so powerful in creating results you want, so powerful in realizing your emotions and connecting them, and that feels so in control of yourself and of your future. And that is, I mean, if I can give you that and I can give you a business that you can create money in, right, everything else is going to come from there. Okay. Have an amazing week. Talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.